And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Feeling good today. This is a lull in the season, but like... Kind of it's our time the, to it's shine. It's the time to get weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no Bachelor. There's no big show they're watching. There isn't even the challenge. But the weird shows are so weird that this is going to be a good podcast. I totally. can already tell. Also, I just want to let you know that um, I did a weird thing this morning, which I forgot to DVR basically everything this week. So I used Amazon Prime. You don't have a series manager? I do, but like, I just didn't. I'm just I'm behind. So I, I purchased a lot of episodes of, of reality Are you going to expense them? No, no, but I share an account with my mom. So she was like, I can have. She's like, um, Juliet. <laughs> so let's- what, what is married at first sight and what are you thinking about doing? <laughs> well, I did buy that one, but let's start with Southern Charm because you're really, you're hyped up about Southern Charm mm-hmm. and I kind of want you, I like it. I liked it more this week, but I want you to like, get me there. Get me to your level. Okay. Do you enjoy watching wealthy people act a fool on reality television shows? Yes, 100% yes. Do you enjoy single drunken people hooking up? Yes. Do you enjoy weirdos? Oh, you know I love a good weirdo. Love a weirdo. Have I got the show for you. (laughs) Southern Charm. So the most interesting person is this woman named Patricia. Okay. Now, Patricia is rich. And when I say rich, I mean like rich. She's also, she's older. She's Yes. She's a a, a woman. She's a a mature woman. I'm going to put her, I'm going to say she's in her 60s. Yeah, I don't like to guess. You know what I mean? I think when you get over a certain point, I just don't even speculate. It's like, uh, good for you. I feel comfortable guessing. That's should, fine. That's age fine. is just a number. It's not like I'm yeah. like calling her like wrinkly or something. She is rich, and she has a butler Rah-hitch. who is the best butler in the world. How does a butler just so baller? When she goes somewhere, she's like, I'm not drinking cheap wine outside in the sun. I've got a butler with me. He comes, and he brings out this little thing from the car. It's like a little briefcase package, right. and it's got all of the accoutrement that he needs to make the perfect martini. So he he gets the ice out, puts it inside this little velvet pouch, and then takes a mallet and crushes up the ice just to make it perfect. What a boss. Mind you, he's at she's at someone else's house. So she brings a butler and rude? drinks to someone else's house. Is that house. rude? Like, okay, let's say you're having a barbecue and you have like a, a wide array of drinks and I just mm-hmm. roll in. I, I've done this in the past, so you can tell me if I'm rude or mm-hmm. not. I just roll in with like my, my little thing of vodka, a can of pineapple juice, and like some soda water. For the Juliet. For the Juliet. And just like, I'm not. Nah, I'm drinking this. That's like, this what is, I'm drinking. This is what I do. I don't think that's rude. However, it's not what you do. It's how, how you, you do, do it, it. Right? But so she so brings her butler. She brings her butler to do it. That's fine. But the what it, but when you bring a beer in your purse. <laughs> I've done uh, that as well. A la um, New York Housewives this week. Remember? Oh, yeah. What's her face brought a beer? Ramona? Yeah, she did. Or Sonia did. Sonia brought a beer over someone else's house and it was like a thing. It was, yeah, it was But we'll, we'll get to that. So yeah. basically, Southern Charm is this woman's great, and my wife did a ton of research on her. And there's, and she's got a son named Whitney, who's probably like in his forties, and he still he still lives with her. And long story short, because I could go on for hours about this, we watched the film that he made about Halston, who's a designer in New York in the seventies, and he did that thing that some filmmakers do, where you make the film about Halston actually about yourself, right? And he changed it's like my self discovery via Halston. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And he changed his look for every single interview. So he had blonde hair and the mustache and the dark hair, and he drove a Trans Am in between like interviews. Whitney? Yes. Wait, he was blonde. Yes. What? Blonde mustache what? Whitney. Yes. I, wait, 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 wait. What he looked like? What he looked like? Wait, 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 wait. He looked like um, John from Chips. Chips, you have no idea what that is because you're young. I had no idea that it stood for California Highway Patrol until like very recently. Really? Yeah. Like, what did ca- you- California like wasn't on my radar. 
Like I just like I just I had never been to it until I moved here in my in my early twenties. You've never been to California before. I had never been west of Illinois until I moved here. Really? I've actually been to Las Vegas once. But yeah, I So California wasn't on your radar. Yeah, I just It might as well be Madagascar. It's like, just not something that you discussed only, or thought about. Only thing I knew about California was what I saw on Beverly Hills Nano two one oh and the O C. Like That's a pretty that's a pretty accurate frame of reference though. You you get it. Sure. You but like, it. but like things like oh, like the California Highway Patrol is like I don't know. I mean, like I had a friend from college who'd always call highways freeways, and I was like, no, they're highways. But now I get it. What's the difference? Well, there's no tolls here. There's no- oh, that's why they're freeways. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so the charm, it's good. And this week, at Whitney, I don't want to move on from him yet because my favorite thing about Whitney is what he wears in the uh, in like the interviews. He wears this like very ostentatious black leather jacket. That looks like he got it like at a thrift store and thought it was really cool, but it's like actually like bedazzled he, by like his niece or something. He's uh, satorically challenged, <laughs> which is funny because he did the fashion film. That, but the thing is, you should see what he dresses like in this fashion film. He There's this one he scene. Well. First of all, like how whoever edited this, it's like they're either like. N- I don't know what it is. It was either the best or worst movie I've ever seen, but they like left in all the warts. So there's this one like scene that. where he's holding a gu- Chanel guitar, a guitar mm-hmm. with the Chanel logo on it, and he's about to start playing, and then like someone walks in, he's like, oh, my interview guest is here. <laughs> and then they sit down and do the interview. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Like I, I could go on forever, but like it's called Ultra Suede in Search of Halston. It's on Netflix. Just watch the first 10 minutes, and you'll see Liza Minnelli sun him like seven times. I- Andre Leon Talley was about to choke this man to death on his own movie. That's crazy. I can't imagine him as a blonde. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking about that. At the end, Liza Minnelli's like, you know what? You should go do some research. Like, you should, like, you should just, just Google Halston and, like, read the wiki, wiki before wow. you start doing this. That's, like, a deep burn. It is. She said to him at one point, he said to her, he's like, um, you sang at her funeral, right? And he's like, she's like, no, dude. Like, I didn't sing so at his weird. memorial. Why would he put this movie out there if he like looks so bad about it? I don't know. I don't know. And another thing, which is like Whitney's just a piece of the show. One of the things I like about the show is um, Shep and Craig. Oh my god, two young guys on the town. I was, I was hoping we were going to pivot to them because one thing that's interesting is like such a wide range of ages on this show. Yes, like Shep and Craig are like running mates, but like one's twenty four and one's like thirty eight. And it's, yeah, it's just weird. Shep has um, like permanent smile face. Like he, oh yeah, he can't I do, like him though. Uh, Shep, yeah. he's always smiling. He's always of course smiling. You like he's him. Great. <laughs> and then, so this is the scene where Shep had to have a talk with Craig, who was getting a little, running a little hard. And, Let's listen to it, and then we'll set it up yeah. where it went down. And well, you're just a little worried about you, man. Sometimes you just like run too hard, you know. Well, yeah, I won't sleep for three days, and then I sleep for you know twenty That's hours. Really bad, <laughs> you know. It's my hobby, like going out. We have so much. Fun. It's, it's my, my hobby. hobby. It's my hobby. That's a great point. Some people it's knit. My hobby. Some people make music. I go out and party. I party. Okay, three days straight, you're awake, and then you sleep for twenty hours. I don't. What is What is that? What is that? Okay, have you ever been drunk before, Juliet? Yes. What happens at the end of being drunk? You crash. You fall asleep. You pass out. I don't know exactly what happened here, but if you're up for three days drinking, you must have had a lot of coffee. A lot, lot of Red Bulls. A lot of uh, energy. A lot of Red Bulls. I, I don't even know how you do that. I and mean, I, I have to say, I actually don't think 20 hours is enough sleep after being awake for three hours, three it's days. That's a great point. Like you First need- of all, I don't know what enough sleep is after being up for three days. <laughs> Me neither. Like, we've not- all done, like, an all-nighter, but, yeah. like, the next day at, like, 10 a.m., you're out. Right. You crash. Or, like, if you, like, like, 
I'm just trying to think of like the craziest nights. Like if I, if you like stay up if you stay out to like five yeah. and you go to sleep like you wake up at ten, you then need to sleep like the next three nights for like yes, 10 and you're hours. not the same. At least I'm not the same yeah. for like four days. Like no. it rocks me for like a week. And if- so Craig is also he's just graduated from law school, right? Yes. He's like, but they're like, and they're like, when do you do your work? And he's like, oh, I do it at night. I do it at night. He doesn't come to the office. That doesn't make any sense. We know that you're going out at night. Yes. You don't don't do work. And then, so Shep, the guy who's like, hey, Craig, you need to like straighten it out. um, He himself goes out and drinks. So it's hard to like play both sides of the fence. They have like a follow up. But he's got reasoning. Shep does here. It's one thing to be so little sloppy, crazy life. But then know that you'll always be fine in the end because because of your family or whatever. But if you run out of money and you're living that way, it can be very precipitous drop. Wait, what? So it's what? What? The reasoning there, the logic. Shep's like, if you're rich, you can do whatever, whatever you, want. you want. It doesn't matter. You can live a sloppy life. Right. That's what he no, said. No consequences. Would yeah. you want to know what? That's probably true. That's what I was about to say. I was like, you know what? That I think that's true. kind of the way it is. And that's why so many rich kids are messed up. Yeah, because they're like, we, I have no consequences. There are, like, I can do whatever. Why I do can... I need to get an A in this class? Right. I'm rich. Or like, why do I need to get a job? Like, why I, do I need to get a job? You I'm work rich. for money. I have money. Yeah. So it's it's a good point. Um, is it a good point, though? I mean, it's a correct point. I, I disagree. Okay. I, I think it's probably not a good idea to live crazy sloppy, even if you are rich. Oh, agree. I mean, I, I also like wouldn't want to be friends with someone like that. I wouldn't respect it. But um, one thing that Chef leaves out is that he's also, he owns a bar, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So, like, drinking is kind of part of his profession. So he's just, you know. God, you like Chef, don't you? I, I totally do. I, I was like, <laughs> what is going on in this conversation? I was like, why is she backing up Shep? She's, she's like, he owns a bar, right? So it's like, but it's just research. He's doing research for his job, Jacoby. Um, what are you talking about? I really identified. Oh, God. I always know when you have a crush on a dude because you'll rationalize every decision they make, no matter how ridiculous it is. The guy just said, like, just I'm rich him. so I can party. You're not rich so you can't. And then you're like, yeah, but that makes total sense. Like, you're huh? right, Shep. I just want to support people that I like. I like Chef too. I get it. I get. I get your thing with Chef. Permanent smile face. You know who doesn't want to be around? And he's that? got like that. Fl- he's kind of like a big smiley happy dog. Totally. You know what I mean? With that floppy hair and he's stuff. He's just like that kind of like pretty guy that like is not real. So like yes. he's like fun on television. Yes, but when when you've got like real problems with like your family or whatever, you don't call Shep and like talk it out. Like that's you don't what you call have your, Shep your for real anything. You just for. watch him on television. No, you call Shep to meet him at the bar. Yeah. Okay. So there was one moment on the episode where I really related to it. Some random girl who had signed the release because we saw her face mm-hmm. is like at this bar and she sees Shep and she was like oh I go to your bar all the time like that's my spot and she obviously like, then ended up in this evening like hoping to run into Shep and it totally worked because yes. she was like yeah that's my spot and then he like pushes her friends away so he can like sit, sit down, down next with to her all of them. and yeah. I was really happy for her I was like wow this is what you wanted out of this night and you got, you got it. it you got it girl you're you're living your dreams <laughs> they always go to Republic have you noticed that yeah. it's always Republic well it's probably approved for filming yeah, yeah, right yeah. So, good point blah 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 so like she know knew where to find them. She was on the Shep trail and she did it. Felt good for her. I like Shep. Um, what do you think about Cameron being like the narrator of this show? <clears throat> the problem with Cameron, and this is what me and my wife discussed, is her boyfriend or husband refuses to be in the show. Right. So you only see half. It's her hard life. to have a storyline if you won't let your life be on camera. You know what I mean? So it's kind of right. like, what is her storyline? Like, what is her conflict? Nothing. So what else? Is, she has to do something. So she became like the de facto sort of Greek chorus. You right. Know what I mean, one thing I didn't realize also until this week was that Catherine 
the 23-year-old mom. Who slept with three people from the cast last season. Yeah. she And is now pregnant now, by Tom Ravenel. She has a baby with Tom Ravenel. Yes. T-Rav. That's right. T-Rav. Versus Tom Ravenel, whatever you feel more comfortable with. And um, I, I didn't realize they weren't married. I clearly wasn't paying very close attention. Yes, you were not. They're not married. <laughs> and it's just, it's the whole thing is weird. That He's baby running is, for Senate. That baby is so cute. So cute. He's running for Senate. And the reason that he actually lost whatever position he was in earlier was what, Juliet? He, like, did drugs. He was, like, caught. No, cocaine. And yeah. they charged him with cocaine trafficking. Trafficking is really Trafficking. Bad. And now he's running for Senate. It's crazy. But and then in his words, he's like, oh, I didn't, he's like, I didn't sell the cocaine. I shared the cocaine. That's actually worse. Yes. Like, being a trafficker is, like, that's, he's yes. the guts for And then and, in his, in his, uh campaign commercial he's like raising the roof with girls outside it's just like, oh god well next week we see that some guy doesn't want him to be t-rav he wants him to be thomas ravenel thomas ravenel is a great name it's like really a like name. a southern like it's just so great Tom, but he t-rav he kind of is like the gus frang you know like that gus on uh Matt on um breaking bad like very respectable oh, yeah, yeah. man of the community but he's a, a drug trafficker i don't think he was really trafficking drugs i think that's what they charge him with I mean, I have no idea what happened, but I really do think he was just sh- bought a bunch of coke and shared it. I have no idea what happened. I'm totally speculating. This show like f- makes Charleston look so nice. It, it is, makes Charleston look fun. It is really nice. I, I really like it I want to go to Charleston. There. It's a great place. It's a great food scene, but it just makes it look even better. Like, I like Charleston. Yeah, I, I love it. Underrated there. city right there. Oh, Underrated American great. city. It's a great place. And uh, it's just really pretty. You got the beach. I, I'm in on the Carolinas in general. I'm in Finally the supporting too. some part of the region of the country. I know. That I'm not I was about from. to say you're not alienating like a large swaths of the of the audience. I love you, Carolinas. We have to move on, right? Sure. Let's go to the Housewives. I just uh, I back in on New York, baby. I watched because two episodes Bethany. because of Bethany. Who do you like more, Shep or Bethany? Bethany. Yeah. I just like I don't I don't know why, but like I just love watching her on television. I like this thing, and it happened in Nini too. I was on The Real Housewives. I was the star of the show. I went to Hollywood. I thought I was going to be the next Oprah Winfrey, and then it didn't work out, and here I am right back on the show, crawling back, trying to get in some storylines. Uh, so much about Bethany's life doesn't make any sense. Like, for example, like her main like talking point right now is that even though she's really rich, she's homeless because Jason's living in her apartment. Mm-hmm. This she worked her whole life for. Bethany. You're in freaking New York. People are constantly looking for subletters. Just sublet a place. Yeah, Airbnb. Yeah, it doesn't make. You don't need to be going from like hotel to hotel, feeding your dog Fiji water. Like it's ridiculous. Like like get a place. Do you not have a friend? You're running like these circles where someone's got a guest room. You know what I mean? Frederick from Million Dollar Listing New York offered her an extra room. Uh, I know. Also, not a lot of not a lot of guest rooms in New York City. Sure, not a lot of those. No one has like a ton. Exactly. (laughs) But like it's just ridiculous. Like Beth, and then that whole thing is so silly. I mean, the thing is, I love watching her, but, like, when you break it down, like, right now, I'm already, like, tearing her apart. Like, objectively, she is, like, hard to support, but I don't know why. I do not support her. I just love her on TV. I. Why don't I, you like her? Well, here's, first of all, one one of the reasons I don't like a lot of people, it's just pure jealousy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, that woman has a multi-million dollar business. Yeah. Like, if skinny girl, like, like all that stuff is around like you go to bars you see it you go to liquor store you see it like that's a that's a profitable multi-million dollar business and that woman has one and i don't and i'm smarter than her i promise you oh definitely although i do come i i respect her hustle she's, i respect her hustle too she's on her grind it's hard to hate you know what i mean like she works for it totally and she is kind of like a self-made woman and did, did, like i know that she didn't invent the skinny margarita but i kind of think she popularized I it. i think she did too you know what i mean she would order it and stuff they actually did a flashback in this a flashback yeah, in this episode i remember that episode i was yeah. watching I yeah. was watching the show back then. That's so long ago. They did the flashback of Luann's son. It's Luann just less son. triple sec, though. 
Yeah. That's and all the, it and is. there's like no sugar. Yeah. It. There's a little bit of triple sex, you said, which yeah. is like sugar. It's like sugar water liquor. Sure. Um, wait, I wanted to say something else about this show. When they did the flashback to of Luann's son also breakdancing, I was just like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And like, it's just freaky. It makes me feel old. And also. Yeah, that kid was so young. Yeah. And now he's like a giant. He's like too big for the, the house. He's so tall. I felt like the dance instructor was a little tough on him. Totally. The kid's 10 years old. He's like, you got to feel it. Like, so, you got to get into it. It's like, dude, he's 10. Talk like, just about show a rich the steps. kid. Hiring someone to teach you to break dance in your, it's, like, it's, townhouse in New York. That's such a beautiful thing that you just thought of. It's just like, like, break dancing is like, we broke up, found some cardboard and, like, did it on the I street know. or whatever. And it's like, I hired a man to come into my townhouse to teach me Seriously, how to, like, it's like, learn street dancing. I was just thinking, he probably, I, I don't even know, like, if you grew up in that way, if you have the self awareness, like, if, if I were him, I would just be so embarrassed that it was on television that I ever yes, did that. I I can imagine. So, I can imagine that's exactly how he it's felt. It's so bad. Um, I kind of liked him though. I, he seems like a good yeah. kid. Um, I also like, I like like oh like we've like watched this kid grow up in a weird weird way. A couple things. Um, Luann talked about how she moved to the Upper West Side mm-hmm. because of Jacques. Jacques lives around the corner from my parents. What? And when I see him when I'm home, what you I see, see him? him all the time? Jacques. He's dying to be noticed. Like, do if, you just say hi? If you, I know because he wants it too badly. It's do like, it. No. Just do it. Give, it to give the people what they want. <laughs> One time I was in Zabar's, which is like you know uh, Upper West Side. I always said Zabar. It's Zabar's. I don't care. It's a bar to me. Okay, fine. Zabar? Yeah, it's Zabar. Okay. Anyway, so one time I was there, me and my dad spotted him, and we were, like, really excited. Does we're your like, dad know who Jacques is? Yeah, of course. He, he watches the show? He dips in and out. Okay. It's because he listens to the right reasons. He wants to know what's going on. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Littman. So we see we see uh, Jacques, and my dad, like, comes over. He's like, oh, look, he's over there. Like, like a, a little bit too loudly. So Jacques definitely saw that we were talking about it. But then another woman, a stranger, also saw that we were talking about it. So she came over to, like, whisper <laughs> about Jacques. <laughs> but no one's talking to but Jacques. But no one's talking to him. But Jacques is loving it yeah, because he yeah, walks in everywhere side like with like his chin up like I'm some kind Jacques. of like, presidential candidate like oh someone noticed me I'm on Bravo but it's working because we all noticed him the best is when that side by side they're like Luann did you notice that Jacques like uh, stole your hairstyle and they did a side by side of the two of them he totally did he stole Luann's hairstyle Jacques is kind of handsome in person I have to say he's he, a good looking dude yeah he, the I, French thing plays totally I, I like Jacques and it's, I like just he lives like right by my parents it's hilarious I, see, I, see, I like, would say hi if I saw Jacques maybe I'd give him like what up Jacques like, we wouldn't stop and talk, but I'd give him, like, a little uh, uh, greeting. Um, I also, like, they said this on the show, but Luann does look fabulous. Like, she lo- she is, like, looks really healthy. Yeah, she looks good. All these women look great. She doesn't have that weird face. Like, yeah. there's some there's certain people on these shows that just have weird, constructed, surgery, botched, weird, stretched yeah. faces. And hers looks she's, like a real human. She's paying Same with Kyle Richards. Dollar. Kyle Richards looks like a, like a real great. human being face. I also think Ramona, even though she's going through a tough time, also looks great. I was like, wow, Misery looks good on Ramona. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it does. Misery looks good on Ramona. She looks great this season. I'm getting a tattoo of that. <laughs> um, but I also really, I just like, I feel like I'm back with my old friends, with Bethany back and like Ramona and Luann back on the show. I love Carol. I love Carol. Yeah. I love Carol. Radzi. What Rads. a great nickname. I wish me and Rads were friends. <laughs> I know. I hated the way that she like, like, over flirted with the chef guy though. I know that was so it's for just TV. kind of like yeah, that's probably for TV. Which is a little desperate. I bet she has like, good game. I think she has good game. I think she's kind of cool. Total, totally. I mean, it's certainly relatively cool. Yeah, definitely. 
And I, but she was going a little too hard at the chef. Like she didn't need to work that hard. I'm sure, you know. Yeah, she's hot. If, also, if he wanted, if he wanted to be Luann's chef, he knew he was going to be on television. So, like, I'm sure that they kind of had like a mutually beneficial showmance. You yes, know? exactly. She just didn't have to go I, that hard. I like the idea that she's in an open relationship with the drummer from Aerosmith. I know. Is that that's really just cool. true? Who knows? It's just cool. Love I like it. the idea of open relationships. Totally. It's like, oh yeah, like that's my boyfriend, but also, I, I see like him if, twice a year. Yeah, if you're both older, you've had like previous relationships. Like maybe your mind's in a different place. You're like, we don't need like total commitment, like monogamy. Like, we'll yeah. just see how this goes. I don't think it's a relationship. They're like, oh, we're in an open relationship. We see each other like three times a year. It's like, well, you're actually just screwing. Yeah, you're, you're just, just, you're like, just yeah, buddies. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's not, I don't even know if it's open. That's not a relationship. That's good, just screwing. Good for you guys. Yeah. Shout to them. Yeah, do whatever you want. I made the mistake of watching um, the Beverly Hills Housewives reunion. Mm, I'm so out on that one. It's, uh, it's, you see, you can hear it in my voice. It's just like sad. It's a downer. It's sad. Like watching sisters reveal family secrets. They did this deep dive into like the, the dog incident. What did happen? Do you remember? Yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle's Kim's dog. Kim's dog, attacked, who, was, who attacked like the dog trainer. Like, the dog was Kyle's a little daughters. extra. Attacked one of Kyle's daughters. Kyle's do- Kyle then Instagrammed it or was whatever. In the and then Kim was mad at her for making it a public thing. And now the dog is at the trainer. And like, who knows what's happening? But Kim was very upset about it. And they, they spoke a lot about her sobriety. And I don't want to, you know, step on the news segment, but. Might have fallen off. Might have, uh, might have, might have slipped off the old wagon there to this week in the, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Beverly, Beverly Hills Housewives seems to have ruined the most lives. It, it, it just, it's, why are you going on that show? I don't, like. If you're I, Lisa Renna, just run. Like, you've got a great marriage. Like, you don't need the money. Just run from that show. Like, Ramona and Luann and Bethany have all gotten divorced since they were on the show. But Beverly Hills, it's like everybody. Right. I'm about to say, like, that's not good. But they seem, like, they seem to be, like, afloat. Like, they seem, like, relatively stable. But, like, on Beverly Hills, it's just like a bloodbath. I mean, it's just It really dark. is. It's terrible. Let's move on. Like, it gives me, like, the, uh, uh, this kid. Uh, let's let's, 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 let's have some fun. Okay. Married for a second. We're back. We're back. Okay, we're back. 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 Um, okay. So, this show, we're now six weeks in. It's Wait, cool. into the show? Is this the sixth episode? Yeah, no. I know that because I purchased it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> How much did it cost? <laughs> this was only one ninety nine. Most shows you have the oh, option. I wish of I had cash on me. I would pay you two ninety nine HD, one ninety nine non HD. I always go non oh, HD. I would go. I'd spend the extra dollar. No, I'm so cheap. I'm like, no, I, I don't need that. <laughs> Why are you spending two dollars to watch a show that's because free? Because I forgot to DVR it, and I want to. I want to to prepare for this podcast. Yeah, I take my job yeah, seriously. Very serious. And it's I re- research. I respect you. It wouldn't be fair to you if I didn't do that. I know that you don't respect me, so stop lying to me. Okay. <laughs> Stop lying. Anyway, it was one ninety nine, and they didn't even have the HD option. So, all right, there whatever. You go. So uh, this week it's like Christmas, and when I watch the show, I lose a complete my complete grasp on reality. I like forget like what's right, what's wrong, what's normal, what's not, what's up, it, what's down. It, it's weird, man. So if you don't know, you don't watch the show. They literally meet each other at the altar and get married immediately. Did you know this was based on an Australian show? No, I didn't either until I was looking it up on Wikipedia today and had the option of going to the Australian one. Oh, yeah. It's a good show. It's a great show. It's a good premise. I, I can think, see this going on forever. I think it's like also incredibly well edited because as I said, like it has such a warped value system, but yes. I completely buy into it. Like 100%. Why am I rooting for these couples? Like why is there any reason for them to stay together? My wife made a great point. She's like, they have these four specialists, right? These four specialists that match these people, right? And they're sort of like love gurus or whatever. They match them and then they put them together 
but they never counsel them along the way. Right. Like, they, like these people need counseling. We they just met, and they're in a marriage. I think next week they're going to therapy, aren't they? Thank you. Some, they have to at some point. It's like, well, we're six episodes in, but it's only been like three weeks. Of, of, yeah. That they've known each other, but they're all acting like, oh my God, like we're finally, like, you know, I'm really finally coming around. Like, finally? It's only been three weeks. Like, if you have a good first date, you could reasonably not see each other again for three weeks. Yes, you know? easily. Yeah. Like, easily. Busy. You could just text for two months before your second date. Totally. And it feels like, if, like just like in modern times, like it feels like very present, you know? Yes. Yes. And like they act like, oh my God, we're finally getting together, like finally making a connection after three weeks. And like, I'm sitting there like, yeah, good for you guys. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> And I'm just like, what the f*** is wrong with me? I don't – there's so much wrong with you. <laughs> Let's go through each couple and just do a little update. Okay. So first we have Davina and Sean. Who are, who are – They were both really in. Really into each jump. other, like, from the jump. It, it's but almost, like, a little sex. concerning. They haven't had sex. Why not? You've been she, sleeping in the same bed for three weeks. It's, like, kind of hard not to have sex. Also, like, you're married. Like, like what's, if, what's, what is stopping you? If you're committed to this, like, just go for it. And you can tell that he totally wants to. Oh, you know my God. I mean? He's yeah, like, he had, dude, great, he had like, a great line, which was, um, she was like, uh, he was like, uh, Davina doesn't want to have sex until like, it really like means something, and I'm trying to respect that. Not I do <laughs> yeah, respect yeah. that. I'm trying to respect that. I'm trying to respect that. I don't respect it, actually, is what I'm, I'm really trying. saying, but I'll give it a shot. Well, which leads me to believe they have no chance long term. Like, I'm trying to respect. That is it's, so bad. Well, he had a huge revelation this week. What was it, Julian? He tells us that this is like December. It's like Christmas time. I think he said back in March or April he was going to be a dad, and then he had like a late term. The mother had a late term miscarriage. Yes, and there's like as you as uh, in a pregnancy, there's like certain benchmarks you get past where the mis- like having some sort of problem miscarriage becomes way less likely. Right. You know what I mean? And he said, and he said, and that. they were like way past those benchmarks, which is a pretty like devastating thing to happen. Right. But this was he said less than a year ago. Way less. So that's like six months ago. You were about to be a dad with some other woman, and now you're married to someone you didn't even know. Like talk about warped sense of like I'm reality say, like, and it's values. Not, it's not a red flag. It's like a deep crimson flag. Like it's just. Yeah. It's really crazy. Also, like, who was the other woman? Like, how do they not Didn't even address that? Her? Yeah, like at all. And so, like, does that mean he's just like a crazy, like, obsessive serial dater who like wants to just be with someone? I think these people just want insta families. They're I like, I so. want a family, so like, let this is this is a guaranteed way of doing it. I know at the end of this, I'll have a husband. Right. You know what I mean? That's what's happening. I know they all like so badly want to be in these. Like, they just they want the relationship. They don't care who the other person is. One thing I really like about Sean. Okay. Really like about Sean. Is it his salt and pepper hair? I do like that. <laughs> I like it too. I do like that. <laughs> I, what I like about Sean is the fact that he's an EMT doctor. Oh, interesting. Wouldn't it be nice to have a spouse that was an EMT doctor? Like, you'd never worry about anything. Totally. Like, oh, like oh, I'm choking, I'm dying, I've got the flu, like, who knows what's going on? This man is, is trained in responding to medical emergencies. Totally. Very reliable. Exactly. Good to have around. Good to have around. And really good to have yeah, around. Yeah, I mean, he seems, he seems like... He seemed normal. Except no one can be normal. That's part of this right. project. And then, like the the revelation about the miscarriage that he it just, it's not that there was one, but it's that he so quickly went from preparing to be a father with a woman he wasn't married to yes. to an instant marriage. Like that is nuts. I mean, presumably they weren't married. I, I don't think they were because like the divorce like would that have gone through in time for him to be on this show? I don't think he would select it. I want to see the interview where they're like, we boned. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I, I think they should be it having sex, but happens. now like they have the reveal of it, it'll be satisfying for me. I know, it's got to happen soon. Or, you like, like the show, right? 
I love this show. Yeah, I like this show too. My mom is the one who hit me to it. She was like, she's like, she's like I'm watching the show. It's really good. And like, you're going to like it. I was like, I don't know. It's weirdly hopeful. It's so good. It on Discovery? A&E. A&E. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's so good. Uh, next couple Talk is about it. Jessica and Ryan D. So there's two Ryans. This is the Ryan. Ryan and Jessica, they got into a, a big blow-up fight on their honeymoon. But I forget exactly what it was about. I have no idea. I have no there clue It was like a big about. nothing thing. Oh, I know what it was. Boom. She has a facial piercing, sort of that like Cindy Crawford mole piercing. Uh-huh. I kind of like that. And he saw a... No. He, he, <laughs> he saw it on... <clears throat> Her in a picture of hers, and he called it trashy or something. He said, That's trashy, and that is like the relationship ender. It's like, Guess what? It's kind of trashy. It, I'm gonna say it is trashy, it, but it's not. But I'm not true. mad at it, you know what I mean? I like, it's, I a, it's a look, it. yeah, exactly. I, like, yeah. trashy doesn't equal bad. You know who had that very early on? Remember, um, the fourth season of Road Rules, Kaylee, she was like in the relationship, oh. Kaylee and Jake. She was blonde. She I do not very... remember that at all. Oh. I was kind of out on Road Rules. Oh, I loved it, I simply loved it. Oh, great show. Moving on. Anyway. Back to those two. So they had a big fight. But you want to know what? Good. You have to learn how to fight and then make up. Yeah, I'm telling you. You should hate each other first and then learn to love each other. Yeah. That's that's like that's how it should work. Like learn to love each other's flaws. Oh, God. <laughs> this is My favorite part about this is they did holidays, which was great. They, it's good for the show. It's like you get married, you go on a honeymoon, and you have a holidays because it's like it's a, distinct event, beats. Event, event, Exactly. Yeah. It's distinct beats to the show. So this is the part I didn't get. She's Christian. He's Jewish. They go to his house for Christmas. What? I know. It didn't make any sense. What? And she was like very emotional about like, about, like not being with her family. So go with your family. It's just another day to his family. Also, they're like in the same area. Like they, I think he was like in Staten Island, and she's like in the city or the or like like New York Metro. They could have feasibly done both. First of all, yes, and yes, se- <laughs> it's totally. That's a great point. <laughs> and second of all, like why do I don't know? Maybe like her family refuses to be on it. That's my guess. Can you give me? A quick 24-second clock on the Jewish approach to Christmas? I mean, I, I'm, like, all the way hard. Like, we, like my family doesn't celebrate Christmas. Like, we just – we go to the movies, and then we have Chinese food, and then we watch basketball. There's no – That's not a cliché. No. The, the Chinese food thing. No, it's real. On the Upper West Side, it is so real. A few years ago, I went to see True Grit, and it was before you could, like, buy your – select your seats online. So I think the showing is at 10. We got there at, like, 9.30. We weren't even first online. Like, people are just, like, waiting to get their seats. It's great. And then, yeah, I mean, it's like cr- – Christmas turned into the NBA for me. It's yeah. like an NBA day. It's my an dad, NBA holiday. My dad and I did six consecutive hours on, of NBA this year, and I didn't get up once. Yeah, there's no reason to. What's uh, Let's go to the last couple there. Jacqueline and Ryan R. So Jacqueline – she was the one who was like, no, this is no, no, yeah. not attract him, friend yeah. zone. Yes. And she was like, she was kind of like the black sheep of the show for kind of like not buying mm-hmm. into it. But in fact, it was actually the most normal because of course. It's a stranger. stranger. You're not supposed to like marry strangers in yeah. the real world. It's not how it works. Have they had sex? I'm not sure. They haven't said it. I don't think so. They were very, they, I liked their um, body language when they were like lying in bed together. Yes, they're snuggly. Yeah, I liked it. It was, but it was they, very natural. It is. It's fun to watch them in comparison to the other couples yeah. who were sort of like, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use it. They were kind of like desperate to like find somebody. Yeah. Whereas this one feels a little bit more like, all right, like let's, let's get Take to know time. each other and sort of like ramp up into this relationship. Yeah. So then he went shopping for her and it was really funny because he liked to buy her a Christmas present. He didn't know anything she liked. So it was a really hard for him. And I loved that. It was hilarious. Yes. And then this was so weird. She did a gift exchange with his mom and his niece, but they're in and him. And there are only four of them in the room. It's just like, where's the rest of the, the family, family right yeah. now? There's one thing that they, they sort of like breached in this episode is he lives in Stony Brook, which is far. Yeah. It's like, like two that's hours from the city. Far. Yeah. yeah like, 
it's not. I once like, went to see the particle accelerator there with my physics class in tenth grade. I saw Smith and Wesson there. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, in '97, it was okay, great. Okay, keep yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. I like Smith and Wesson, the Cocoa Brothers. But then, uh, but then, and she lives in New Jersey. This is this is like honestly like San Francisco and New York. Like yeah, it's it doesn't far. feel like it's like like oh just Long Island, New Jersey, but it's like no. that's a long three hour way. drive. Yeah, it's a three hour like thing to get through the city and all that. Like it's a mess. Yeah. And like they kind of like had this conversation. They're like, oh, uh, she's like, well, I work in New Jersey. He's like, well, I've got my niece here in Stony Brook, and they kind of looked at each other like, ooh, like, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, are you hungry? You know, what I mean, like, there's <laughs> nothing to really say. They're just both like, oh. Uh, um, okay then. What's on TV? <laughs> you know, it's just like it's like this isn't gonna work. I know. There's just like nothing. They're like kind of ex- they go through all their topics really quickly. Yeah. But um, speaking of what, go through topics quickly. Oh, news! That was such a transition. Sorry, I Got blew it. Up on oh, that, man. I blew it. Let's go. Ah. Through, let's do that news. Ah. So much snapping today. So much. Um, we did. We, Kim, so Kim Richards. Ugh. She, <sighs> she got arrested for like disorderly conduct in the streets of Beverly Hills. I love the second story. Crazy Kelsey, but shout out to Caitlin Mangum. Yeah, Caitlin Mangum she's is the greatest. She's, she news. basically is producing this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Crazy Kelsey from The Bachelor. Well, I didn't call her crazy, and I like her because <laughs> I met her. <laughs> <laughs> she blogged that she is not going to sue The Bachelor producers for portraying her like the person, the crazy person she is. Okay. Good, good job, Kelsey. Announcing that you're not suing somebody's a strange thing to do. It's like, guys, I have an announcement. I am not suing ESPN. Also, question: like, uh, When Kelsey was here. She was about to move to France. Is she making this announcement from France, or did she not move? Like, what's going on here? Oh, she was. Yeah. What's she moving to France for? I don't know, to get away from all the negativity. Here's the thing, Kelsey. No one's going to care about you in four months. So whatever you feel right now, you don't, have to, move, you don't have to move to France. Way less Unless than you're on Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Yopo. Um, VH1 finally remembered how great Rock of Love was with Brett yep. Michaels, and they're doing a similar show with the game. And it's called She's Got Game. I like this idea. I like this idea, too. I like the game. Me, too. I like him as a rapper, and I like how he's embraced, because I feel like when you're in L.A., like you just kind of like part of the scene or whatever. Like He's yeah. always around. Like, the I game meant is to around. say, like, remember last summer he got in trouble for like for like for um, kind of like baiting Kevin Durant to like making a bet about a game or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of like, he's just sort of like in the scene. He is, and I he plays like, hoops like for real. Yeah, like, the guy can dunk. I've in, seen him at the Drew League. Like, yeah, he can play. League. Yeah. And then Doesn't he, play defense, though. I think he no also, defense. He, sponsored, he cannot be on the Thunder. I think he sponsored an AAU team in the LA <laughs> area, too, Thunder right? shots? Like, they're not even in the playoffs. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> come on. Take it back. I love the Thunder. I do, too. I love the Thunder. They don't play defense. Serge Ibaka. Oh, tonight. Tonight, 9 7 p.m. You've got Grantland Basketball oh, yeah. Hour and 9 p.m. Son of the Congo. Tune in. Watch it. Tori Spelling fell on a hibachi girl at Benihana. She had to get a skin graft. Uh, it was only on her uh-huh. arm, though. Kind of made it sound worse than it was. First of all, there's nothing funny about someone hurting themselves. No. But this is totally funny. It's she just slipped. the Benihana thing. She felt, it's something that would happen like to Ben Siller. I feel bad. Yeah. I don't feel bad. She's fine. How many times have you been to Benihana in your life? Um, Once. Yeah, I've only gone like once or twice too. In I don't Manhattan. think it's like a thing. I think it's like medieval times. Like you go once in your life. I went for my camp friend's 16th birthday and then we saw a Bridget Jones movie. Cool story. Um, Not that we care. Correct. We don't. Tori and Dean are headed back to reality nope, TV. No, out on it. I don't, on. Tori and Dean, go away. What? Lamar Odom and Khloe Kardashian's divorce has been like in litigation for so long with no movement that it's now being thrown out and they're going to have to refile. What does this mean? It means they're still married. So who's like getting checks from whom in this situation? How does it even work? I don't know. If We're- I was getting divorced from somebody and if I had a husband or wife that I didn't talk to, I would I would do what it took to to, to finish the you divorce. Know, you know what sucks? 
that like this is like in limbo and they were once together and like we have to just like live with the fact that we could have had Kanye West and Lamar Odom hanging out all the time and like it's just Can never we, gonna happen. Just, is there a Lamar update? I don't like where is Lamar? I don't right know. Now? He might be across the street at the Lux. That was one of his hotels. That was one of his spots. <laughs> one of his spots. And he also has a loft, the Roosevelt Loft on Seventh Street. So how come he's not just around? I don't know. He's like probably with Rob. Like that's like the rumor is that Lamar is a bad influence on on Rob Kardashian, but it's strictly a rumor. And like the Kardashians could have planted that. Who yeah, knows? yeah. Who knows? It's not. It's not good. God. Um, Fusion, our corporate sister, which is like a new venture from um, Univision and uh, ABC Disney, is launching a show called My Selfie Life, touted as a bold half-hour series where young Americans film themselves living through a life-changing moment as a journey towards adulthood and self-discovery. I'm on board with My Selfie Life. I like the idea that people are filming themselves. I think that well, we in, just did a Periscope before this yes, podcast. In today's so. day and age, I feel like it's acceptable to kind of have this sort of like amateur video. It's just kind of like it's so prevalent that you don't notice it and reject it as a viewer you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's just kind of like oh it's selfie it's like cell phone footage but you kind of like i i guess what i'm saying it's like it's okay to look at bad video you know sure. what i mean and i kind of like the idea that people are filming it themselves i'm kind of in on that there's also like i feel like we could use some more uplifting or like uh like I, this kind of reminds me of catfish in some ways there's a lot of amateur video on that yeah but i find catfish so depressing maybe this would be like a more like uplifting show i think it will it, has, it kind of has that angle yeah it seems like it we have big non-reality news um Long-time listeners of this podcast are familiar with a very controversial segment that we had. It was called The Taste Test. Yes, where we would eat food. Yeah, it was great. Uh, A lot of people didn't think it was great. So we decided to spin it off. We've been talking about it for a while. About a year. Almost a year. And today, as soon as we wrap up the right reasons, we will be recording The the Food News. The Food News Podcast. So go to iTunes. It's a separate podcast from The Right Reasons because... I don't know why. Because, because uh, of the haters it's, out there. There's nothing to do with food and reality TV. Yeah. We have reality TV pod. We do a food pod. But it's also a what? It's a micro pod. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. We're no going to have more. a clock. It can only be 15 minutes. Um, we're really excited about it. Please subscribe to that. Also, subscribe to The Right Reasons. If you're still listening at this moment, you like this the podcast. Right, yes. Yeah, so, so go. There's no reason subscribe not to. Subscribe to The Right Reasons. Subscribe and to Grantland Pop Culture. Just give us five stars on iTunes, okay? Yeah, man. We want ratings. Yeah. We're, right. We have very low self-esteem, and that kind of stuff helps. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check tomorrow to see if anyone's written new reviews. Let's go eat some food. All right. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, Subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.